Are you looking for a speaker for your next event? Evangelist Walesa Norris is who your soul needs to be inspired. Book an appointment at fastfeathers.weebly.com. And when you feel good, you look good. That's why Walesa has outfits for every occasion. Wigs for any situation. And furniture that gives your home a new, new, new elevation. Whether you almost lost your mind from toxicity or emotional abuse, or just looking for guidance to help you take that next step, Walesa has created the perfect course to help you get a better understanding and to heal from emotional abuse. It's all available for purchase at keepmedifferent.com. Why would you want to shop at any other brand but one that has it all for growth, faith, style, and home decor? Lord, keep me different. Welcome to My Two Cents with Evangelist Walesa Norris. I am your fabulous host, Walesa Norris, better known as Fash Feathers. I want to thank you guys for joining me for another episode of My Two Cents Emotional Healing Podcast. We do know on My Two Cents, sometimes we have to get down to the ugly truth, right? So we can move forward as a people and understanding the way our behavior, our actions, and our thought process not only affect us, but affect others around us. And if we can learn to heal those wrong behaviors, wrong mindsets, right? Then we can start passing down good things, good habits, love, right, to one another and everyone we come past. But if we wasn't raised in love, if we had the raise to be on survival all the time, right? We wouldn't have the tools. So this is what inspired me to do this emotional healing podcast because just looking back over my past, I knew I needed some healing to do. I still got a long way to go, but I thank God I'm not where I used to be. So with that being said, this is Black History Month, right? And we do know that African Americans have faced oppression, injustice, mental illness, poverty over the last 400 years and probably even more, right? If we go back in our history, we do know that African-American culture has suffered the most in America from other races and even um, from feeling all that hurt and pain and taking that out on ourselves and passing down all the negativity, the hurt, the suffering on each other. But throughout each generation, right, we see a group of Black people raising up and get the message that unity is power, that it's best to love one another and not harm one another. And then we see in every generation, right, different races understanding our pain and trying to sympathize and compromise with us right now. We do know we have a long way to go, but we have come a long way with demanding our respect, with going ahead and dreaming big, right? And that's because of those who came before us or the things we have witnessed and saw in our own life through our own family line, right? Someone always decides that they want to be the difference maker. I hope I am one to pass that down to my family line, right? Stop passing down hurt, pain, injustice, 
toxicity, right? To be loving, to be kind, to understand that your suffering is not in vain, right? That it was all for a purpose, but we have to have the right mindset, the right tools, and the wisdom to see it in that aspect. Because if you don't have the right wisdom, the right tools, you're not involving God or spirituality in your life or getting around people who have overcome certain difficulties themselves and know that life is about love and compromise and understanding one another, that we don't have to agree, but we don't have to harm one another, right? Then you will go on passing down that hurt and harm. So with that being said, today's topic will be on suffering, right? How to deal with suffering. And especially, like I said, with it being African-American, um, month, February Black History Month, we can go over our history and see how the black people have suffered, but we see how now in this day and age, right, there's a lot of people um, coming together, right, we have a lot of more mixed relationships, mixed kids, we are going into corporate America, but it is prejudice that is still going on, right? We still face injustice at some point in time. People still look at us as the lower class. So we want to learn on how to deal with our suffering and overcome, right? And still become victorious or make a change in our community in the way we think and in the way we deal with people, right? Because our pain is not in vain. You guys know that I am a woman of God, so I will be speaking on what God says about suffering, right? Because the truth of the matter is, no matter what race you are, we all are going to suffer from some type of trauma. We all going to suffer from some type of setback. We all are going to suffer from some type of betrayal, but we have to learn to overcome it and move forward and try to think on the positive more than the negative. So that's what I will be speaking on on today's show. So stay tuned after this commercial break. Oh, so the song says that mountains are still being Strongholds are still being loosed. God, we believe, cause yes, we can see it, that wonders are still what you do. I love this when y'all, it says, and bodies are still being raised. Giants are still being slain. God, we believe. Yes, we can see that wonders are still what you do. Welcome back to My Two Cents with Evangelist Wallace Norris. Again, I am your fabulous host, Wallace Norris, better known as Fash Feathers. Now, before the commercial break, I was speaking on suffering, right? Especially with this being Black History Month, we do know that the African-Americans have suffered 
injustice, trauma, mental illness, um, physical attacks from years and years ago. We were the most looked down race upon, right? But like I said, in each generation, we get a group of black people that get tired of of dealing with oppression and always look down on or going against each other, right? With hate and negativity and come together, realizing that unity is power. It's best to be a helping hand to one another than to be each other enemy. But it seems to never last long, right? Because of our oppression, because of the word curses, because of the physical attacks, because of what was said and done to us over so many years, Years, right? Sometimes we pass that down throughout each generation until someone stands up and decides that I'm not going to keep passing down suffering and hurt. It's nothing we can do about the past, right? But we can make a difference for the present and the future. So with emotional healing, right? Sometimes you have to sit in everything that went wrong, understand your pain, understand your trauma, see where your anger come from, right? And that's because of suffering and pain. And I'm not trying to just, you know, say African-Americans go through all this suffering and pain, but we have been the race that went through it the most, right, and always looked down upon. I do see over time that more races are opening up to us and starting to judge people by their character and not by their color, but the truth of the matter is it is still prejudice going on. Some people don't like change, right? Some people going to keep carrying on what they were told, what they thought, what has happened through their generation, through their their culture, right? But we do see change in America slowly, but surely. We started seeing it over the last century, right? With the first black uh, President Michelle, Barack and Michelle Obama, right? We see African Americans coming up in, in every field and we see them doing something great. So it's not only just in, you know, doing the civil rights movement, African-Americans are going to colleges, right? African-Americans are pursuing their careers, starting businesses, and we see other races as we have seen over the years, right, in time, sometimes come together to lend us a helping hand to understand our pain, to know that certain things was not right, right, and try to, um, unify with us that's not all the time but we do see that happening right and we're starting to see it more and more because people are starting to see that it's just not a color thing it is a character thing and if you don't have the right character it don't matter what color you are right you are not going to find the love or get the love that you want and so deserve right if you don't have the right mindset to learn to forgive to learn to let go right to set boundaries to know what love is so when we're dealing with suffering right we do know the saying right time heal all wounds and that is true but you also have to put in the work to look at your pain and why did this happen right and come to your own perspective on what could you do to make a difference we all know that song by michael jackson right 
Um, I'm talking about the man in the mirror. He was saying that he wanted to make a change because he came to the realization that he was part of the problem. And sometimes the way we think, the way we do things right, we can be part of the problem and we want to start being part of the solution. It's nothing we can do about the trauma, the pains of the past, or even things that has happened to us, right? And this day and age, but we can learn wisdom from it if we look at it like that, right? See what good came out of it. We do know, and y'all know I'm a woman of God. We see after every setback, every devastating thing that has happened to someone in the Bible, right? Good came about it because they decided to have faith. They decided to start rebuilding the walls of love and not hate, right? They decided to let go of the wrong people, right? And go toward people who wanted to do something. It wasn't about the color, right? It was about those who want to walk in love, those who want to make a difference, right? Those who care about other people, they wanted to be a helping hand after maybe doing the wrong actions or doing the wrong choices or having the right mindset, but just did the wrong actions. Once we realize our wrongs, right, we can right our wrongs if we look at ourselves as a whole, like I was saying, the man in the mirror, right? We have to, can we can't continue to blame every Everybody and everything. What has, what have we done to, you know, uh, contribute to the problem or the solution? So I'm one of those who want to be part of the solution. I don't want to overlook my pain. I don't want to overlook my culture because the truth of the matter is we have suffered and we have suffered greatly at the hands of other races and at the hands of ourselves. But if we decide to rebuild our walls of love, right, and learn how to deal with our pain, with our anxiety, to fix the mental illness, right? Because where do mental illness come from? Being treated unfairly, right? Seeing and witnessing things that should ha we have should not have witnessed maybe as kids or as adults. So we have to look at that and say, hey, that wasn't right. Instead of turning the other cheek or saying, well, at least it's not me because you just never know when it will be you, right? And say, what can I learn from this? What can I do this differently? Did I see somebody get bullied or abused and I didn't stand up for them? And it's okay to fail once or twice, right? But if you constantly run into issues like that, when are you going to stand up and help be a part of the solution? Like I said, all races have suffered from some type of trauma or some type of abuse. Not everybody was raised in a loving environment. Not everyone was told how to love correctly, but this is why we have to involve God in our life, right? Because when we read the Bible, the Bible is all about a love story. It does show the negative in there, right? Just like the African-Americans, we have went through a lot of negative, a lot of trauma, a lot of unfair situations. But if we can look at that and say, how can we bring good out of this? How can we come together? What can I do differently in my family line and my community to try to restore the walls of love, to try to be an understanding person and not an angry, bitter, um, disgruntled person and, and causing conflict, right? But we have to have the right tools. And like I said, this is why I do this emotional healing podcast because not everyone 
someone was raised on love, but we can learn how to love. We can learn how to accept one another. We can learn how to, to agree to disagree without wishing harm on someone or plotting or planning someone's downfall because you got to know you wouldn't like it if it happened to you. So why would you do it to other people? So like I said, the African-Americans, I love us as a culture because even after all of the suffering we have been through and all of the poverty we have been through out of all of the things we have been through, we are the most rate the race with the most resilience, right? We the only ones who can live in poverty, get comfortable with poverty, and survive, right? We can go through different things, right? And still be able to laugh and smile. It is so many people that have lived and raised in poverty and still in poverty, right? That I have come to know that are the most kindest people, right? Will be the first ones to give you a hand would be the first one to tell you how to survive and overcome and make a meal out of little to nothing, right? Black people, we have learned to use our poverty, um, the things that happen to us, and we can laugh at our pain, right? We can joke about it, right? And at the time when it was happening, it was nothing to laugh uh, laugh about it was really a serious situation but as we grow and we heal we see that this was things uh, our ancestors and different people was taught on how to survive and I just say this because I have seen this right in different cultures the black people we are survivors right we have been through a lot of pain but the pain has made us tough and strong right some people still deal with anger and yes people deal with mental illness but like I said we can laugh at our pain once we overcome it we can take a little or nothing and make it out of something we are some creative Eight of people, right? We make things look good with a little or nothing. And we haven't seen too many other races do that. We are starting to see other races like China, right? They don't, they things don't cost too much or they make a little out of nothing, right? But we have been through the most suffering as a human race and we still can laugh we still can survive with nothing right because that's how you know we uh, most of our ancestors and cultures was raised on nothing but we still can bring the laugh in we still will try to show up and be a helping hand and like i said it's nothing about other races not saying they haven't been through that but because this is african-american month i want to give the african-americans a applaud a helping hand a job well done because I grew up in property, right? I didn't grow up in not so good environments. But like I said, I have come to know that in those tough times, I had ran across people that showed me how to survive, told me how to survive. I have learned to have to live and make it off little to nothing. And we see other races, right? They committing suicide. They doing it because they lose their job or they don't have finances. But the African-Americans, we grew up like that, right? Most of us, a lot of us didn't grow up in middle class. A lot of us didn't grow up with money. So we had to learn to survive off a little of nothing. And even if we 
we come up, right, and we go back down to little, we still overcome. People see us still smiling, still out and about because we knew and we ain't have nothing but the love, right, between us, to laugh, to joke, to come together. But we do know the devil is real, right? He come into everybody's situation and then turn it around instead of being a love thing, a competition thing, a hate thing toward one another. One person is lighter than the other. One person is dark. That mean they ugly that's not true black is power black is beautiful all races are beautiful right but you're supposed to love who you are and where you come from right and be grateful because our ancestors and people who went before us they did they suffered and survived through even worse times than we are in right now we are complaining today right about the economy but they really didn't have nothing right we are rich in our ancestors and those eyes who who went before us right compared to how they live and what they had to go uh, go without and still make it and overcome and be the head of the family and teach everybody and and look after everybody right and most black people we are known to have to do that right we are taught that especially black women how to cook how to clean how to watch after your your sister your brother um your neighbors but it's a lot of things that have changed because of you know the privileges we have gotten now right and, and instead of it being a love thing to see other people other african americans raising up and doing something different some people want to hate right and gather together and go against those when you can just ask them how they did it or what did they do to follow their dreams or what made them believe right because it's all about each one teach one so in the african american community to me i just want to see more unity like i said everyone once in a while, we see a black a group, uh, a group of black people getting together, sticking together, and coming to the fact that it's better to to show love and be a helping hand to one another. But it never lasts long. I wish that can last long in our African American community. I'm not saying I always thought like this, but once you know better, you do better. So once I started learning and doing better, I started thinking that way, right? Not only for my culture, but for other races, because I come around a a lot of other races, right, that are good to me, that, that try to to understand me, that try to help me. So it's not all about the African-Americans, but I'm speaking on that because of Black History Month. We have came a long way. We are creative people. We are talented people. We look good from all different shades, right? But we just have to love each other better and use the tools that we were given and the wisdom we learned through our suffering, right? And how to deal with it better, right? Even if we have to go outside, right? Or if we have to vent, get a therapist, a life coach. I am a life coach. You guys can get a life coach, right? To, to talk about your pain, what bothers you. It's nothing. The first steps of healing is acknowledgement, right? It's nothing wrong with getting it out and talking about it. I do know in the African-American community, most people were raised on, if you cry, you weak. You know, stand strong. You can't be strong all the time, right? Sometimes things bother us. We need someone to talk about. It with we need somebody to understand instead of looking at each other as a, a, a as a competition or 
I got to do better than that person. Let's look at each other and be glad for different levels. People go on, right, and and, and make it on and, and give them their props, give them their roses, give them their flowers, because we all come from a line, a history of neglect, of abuse, of trauma, and to see African Americans in this day and age, people dreaming more, changing the way they view things, trying to show love, complimenting uh, each other i would love to see more of that in our african-american community with that being said after this commercial break i will be speaking on why god tell us about long suffering right we all have a purpose on this earth and sometimes we have to suffer and, and go through the painful times to enjoy and appreciate the good times so stay tuned after this commercial break are you looking for a speaker for your next event Evangelist Walesa Norris is who your soul needs to be inspired. Book an appointment at fastfeathers.weebly.com. And when you feel good, you look good. That's why Walesa has outfits for every occasion, wigs for any situation, and furniture that gives your home a new, new, new elevation. Whether you almost lost your mind from toxicity or emotional abuse, or just looking for guidance to help you take that next step, Walesa has created the perfect course to help you get a better understanding and to heal from emotional abuse. It's all available for purchase at keepmedifferent.com. Why would you want to shop at any other brand but one that has it all for growth, faith, style, and home decor? Lord, keep me different. Welcome back to My Two Cents with Evangelist Walesa Norris. I am your fabulous host, Walesa Norris. I hope you guys are enjoying this show on dealing with suffering as a culture, right? Especially the African-American community. It's a lot of people that turn their suffering into power, right? And can able to overcome, able to talk about it, able to move ahead. And you would never think they have been through the things they have been through. They have witnessed the things they have witnessed or what type of people or family they come from, right? Because they did not let the hate, the anger, the neglect, the abuse, the things they saw that was wrong, stop them from believing and dreaming and wanting to see change and be a difference maker. It's not a lot of us that think like that, right? But it is a few of us who have come up and seen different things that we did not like, right? And did not want to continue to live in to pass down that hurt, that trauma, that self-hatred, right? We are learning about self-love and that we are someone, that we can become someone. It's not a pride thing. It's about having faith in yourself, knowing that you can overcome, knowing that you cannot, you don't always have to be the product of your environment. We do know it's a lot of people that let the pain, the suffering, the neglect, the abuse, the injustice get to them right and they stay in their depression and their suffering even though they want to come out they are scared to reach out to people because like I said African Americans 
a lot of us will grow up to be strong, right? You have to take certain things and just overlook what has happened, right? It's not a thing that we supposed to talk about. We shouldn't have feelings, right? We have to show our strength that what don't kill us make us stronger. But sometimes you need to talk about it, right? You need to get it out. You need to change your environment. Sometimes you have to let go those you love to choose yourself, right? To have self-love. Because most of the time, the people we love, right? They are the ones that hurt us the most. Not all the time, but in most situations, it happened like that. This is where this toxic and narcissistic personality is going around because someone did it to them. Someone hurt them. Someone said hurtful things to them. Somebody physically abused them. And so they pass that down. But like I said, in each generation, it is always one person to start the change um, command, right? I can dream. I don't have to be like this. It's not that I'm thinking I'm better than where I came from. I just want better for myself. And I'm one of those people that think like that. I love all my people. I don't look down on nobody, but I want better. So I'm trying to do better and think better and overcome my hurdles, my hurt, my pain. Everybody go through that, right? It's just how you deal with it, how you perceive it, and how you move forward. And like I said, with this being Black History Month, I just love my people because a lot of us are those who have suffered greatly in this world, right? And we can look back down our family line and see what a generational curse this was, right? And how everybody said that we wouldn't do nothing, we can't do nothing. And we see people overcome and raising families off a of little to nothing. But some of us come out, right? And God blesses us because we end up going through all the suffering, the pain, the attacks, and still deciding to be a better person, right? Still deciding to be a helping hand, releasing those. It's hard for us to release just because we want better in our life. It's not that we don't love certain people no more, but everybody is not going where we're going, right? Everybody is not going to want to change, grow, to show love. If it's been a certain way in a family or a friend group for a long time. Some people are comfortable with being that way, right? Some people always say, you know, I just, I'm here to stay black and die. But some people come out and say, you know what? I know I can do better than this. I know this pain that I went through wasn't for nothing. I'm not going to sit here and dwell in it and just constantly keep talking about it. I want to do something about it. I want to be the change agent because we do know when you come into the spiritual side of life, God is changing you from worldly thinking and maybe how you grew up to survive and how you grew to think about certain people in certain situations in a different way, right? God is a God who is whosoever will believe, whosoever will have faith, whosoever shall repent of the wrong things they have said and done and how they thought and how they had to survive to be a person that show love, right? To be a helping hand, to have faith, right? Who stand up for the, to do the right thing, no matter what race, what culture you are, right? And, and let people know if they are wrong and let them know when they are right, not quick to judge. So God give us a lot of examples in the Bible on what he say love is. Like in 1 Corinthians uh, 13, right? God explains to, to us to look at. Love is patient, right? A lot of us deal with impatience. I'm still working on my patience. Love is kind, right? Love is not always 
trying to find the wrong in somebody, looking for something to go wrong, looking for something to say negative, right? Love is trying to point out people good points, what you see good in them, even though they may have flaws, but you see the good things that they try to do, right? You compliment people. That's what love is. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. You know, envy and hatred is from a negative spirit. We call it the devil in the spiritual world, right? When you envy and jealous of somebody else, because God give us all gifts, right? And some You may not have the gifts that other people got, but you got something or you wouldn't be here, right? Everybody is here for a purpose and to find your purpose, you have to seek God and see the talents, the gifts, the wisdom he has given you. And how could you use that wisdom to share with others and and to help others around you, right? That's how you get blessed. But when you don't know that God has a purpose for you or you're not trying to see what your gifts and talents is, but you are judging and jealous of those who not letting the pain, the hurt get to them and the things that they have been through get to them, but trying to use their gifts, their 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 wisdom, the things that they have learned to overcome and continue to grow and try to do better in life. You can do the same thing. Now, when it says it does not boast, God is not saying he don't want you to be proud of yourself because it's something to be proud of. If you come from a negative environment, if everybody always spoke negative over you, if you were attacked on every uh, level, but you still overcame all of that, and maybe you got that college degree, maybe you started that business, maybe you bought that house, maybe you raised your kids in a different light. That's something to be proud of yourself for. Maybe you start stop drinking, smoking, whatever it is that was holding you back or making you feel even more depressed or anxiety or not feeling good about yourself, but you overcome those thoughts, those actions that was wrong and you're starting to do good and see better in your life. It's nothing that you shouldn't be proud of, right? Because a lot of people don't do that, but you don't want to look down on others. You don't want to boast all about, oh, I did this, I did that. You know it is because of the grace of God that got you to where you are at, right? And you are thankful for your journey, right? And that you pushed yourself because God is not going to do everything for us, right? He is our partner um, and, and help, right? So he wants you to use what he has given you to overcome, to be a helping hand, to prosper. And it's nothing wrong with complimenting yourself and being proud of um, how you overcame certain challenges that a lot of people you may know or see that been through the same things that just let the darkness overtake them, right? But you overcame the darkness. You went through the hurt. You went through the pain. You went through the denial. You went through the back sales and betrayals and you didn't let it change you and it pushed you to do better and do more and you're starting to see the fruits of your label. It's nothing wrong with complimenting yourself. It's just wrong when you boasting all about yourself and look looking down on others, right? Another thing is love. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. When God said it does not dishonor others, he's mean like just looking for a problem. Like I was just saying, looking to find something wrong and people talking about them all the time, right? Because God let us also know that love covers a multitude of sins. People may not be doing the right choices or doing the best 
best actions, but you never know what they've been through instead of showing up and letting them know that I see good in you and I know you can make better choices. That'll make somebody want to do something, right? Some people just need that boost to know that somebody believes in them and they see the good in them. But when you're constantly finding the fault, fault in them, not knowing what they've been through or where they come from, right, or why they behave the way they behave, instead of speaking good over them, you speaking word curses and negativity over them all the time. That is not love. Now, there's nothing wrong with constructive criticism, right, Just showing people where they went wrong at or the things that they are doing wrong, but you're not saying it to hate them or to make them feel bad about themselves. you just telling them that you see some actions that they can change to better themselves. Um, also in first Corinthians 13, they say, um, it is not easy. Love is not easily angered. I know that's something I work on because sometimes I feel like I'm such a good person and people are always finding the wrong in me or trying to find something about me. I'm not a perfect person, but when you hear certain things or people are constantly bashing you, right, it will make you angry. So that's something I have to work on. I don't know about other people, right? But Love also, it keeps no record of wrongs. How many times do we always remember everything somebody did or said that was wrong toward us? I know I have done that myself, but I am working on not looking at people past and looking at who they are showing me they are today because we all come from somewhere. Not everyone comes out doing the right thing to do. Sometimes you have to make mistakes to, to learn from the mistakes to make a better choice or a better action. Action. And love, it always protects, it always trusts, it always hopes, and it always perseveres. So God saying no matter what you go through, because even Jesus himself, right, he went through depression, anxiety, people talking about him. Uh, telling him he's nobody but the carpenter's son and he was God himself. So God came in disguise in our world just to show people how, who he was, how he was. He was a God of love because if he would have came in all his riches and glory, everybody would have flocked to him. So he had to come in a low state, right? Like he didn't have nothing. And sometimes God raised us up in poverty environments or low states or have people see us going through the world versus thing just to see who gonna show up to be a helping hand to us or who gonna laugh at our downfall or think that we are nobody or nothing and then once God start raising us up now they looking like how did this person do that or how did that person overcome that and how did they keep going with how when I broke them I said this I did that about them that's because you never know who God has had in plain sight God wants you to have pure and honest intentions Treat people how you want to be treated, right? Whether they have money or they don't, whether they doing good or they don't. Be a helping hand. Try to be kind to people because you never know if you see people in one season doing bad. You never know what other season they may be in and you may need that person help, right? So we want to work on our love as a culture, 
in the African-American community, we see all these different disagreements and beefs going on, right? And like I said, it's nothing wrong with agreeing to disagree. But when it's becoming hateful, when it's becoming hurt, harmful, when we are attacking each other, we ain't got to worry about other races, right? We want to fix what's going on within ourselves. And I know, you know, most, uh, uh, most African-Americans, we grow up on whoopings, right? So they think violence is the answer. Not only African Americans, but because this is Black History Month, right? Violence is not the answer. We can agree to disagree. We don't have to like a person, but we don't want to have to plan harm on a person. When you get to know God, God is love, right? And he tried to teach you how to love, how to overlook an offense, how to stand up for the right thing. Whether you love people, like people, or don't like them. If they're doing wrong and it's in your presence, it's nothing wrong with giving people constructive criticism, but you don't want to beat them down. You want to be a person that come and lift people up out of their sadness, out of their depression, because if we can be honest, we all have faced those times, especially in the African-American community. We have faced a lot of tough times and we have learned to be creative. We have learned to still laugh through the pain. We have learned to be a helping hand. It's just when that goes on for too long, I don't know how the enemy comes in and change people thinking instead of saying this my sister this my brother or I'm proud of this person it's this person think they all that oh I got to compete with this person oh I got to take this from this person or let me plot on this person because they can't get ahead and we need to change that mindset right no matter what level you are on you can grow ahead and everybody not gonna go to the same levels right but be happy and proud of where you at, where you have overcome, right? What has changed in your family line? What has happened in your life that was for the good and not for the bad? So that is my message for today. That is the end of this podcast. Happy Black History Month. And to all the other races who are coming to be understanding of our pain and the trauma and the different things us as the African-American community have went through and in showing the love and giving us different chances and judging us now by our color and by our character. I applaud you and I thank you because we need more of that in the world toward everybody, right? So God bless until next week.